Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. We're going to start in Psalms 73. So if you would turn to Psalms chapter 73 with me. And when you get there, skip down to the 24th verse. And let's see what thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Psalm 73. A uh, couple of verses here we're going to touch on. Amen. First verse is going to be the 24th verse of the 20, of the 73rd chapter of Psalms. Amen. We're there. We ready? All right. Let's go. All right. The 24th verse reads, Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, our counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. It starts off by saying, Thou shalt or will guide me with thy counsel. The way that he guides you, the way that he trains you, the way that he directs you, the way that he leads you is according to his counsel. His counsel is always his word. We've been, we've been the last few Sundays understanding his word. Uh, to be what? Our constitution. So this is our constitution to the kingdom that we are connected to. So whenever you need guidance on how to handle a situation, whenever you need to know how to approach a situation, whenever you need an answer for any situation that may come up in your life, you go to the constitution of the country that you are connected to and find out how do you handle it. Because I always tell y'all, for everything you need, there's a seed, and you have to just take the time and get in the word and find out for it, right? So if it's a situation when it, in regards to healing, we have articles and paragraphs about healing in our constitution. If it's a situation about uh, checking your temper, we are uh, uh, checking your attitude, we have articles and paragraphs in our constitution about your attitude. If it's a situation where you may feel like you need uh, some peace, we have plenty of articles and paragraphs in our constitution about peace. Whatever your situation is 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 looking for, whatever answer you're looking for, there there is a, a answer for you in our constitution. And this is the way that he guides you. He guides you according to his word and his word alone. Now when he is guiding according to his word, his guiding with his word has nothing to do about how you feel about it right it has nothing to do about how you think about it because your thoughts and your opinions toward that situation has nothing to do with the constitution that's why you must always let the constitution be the last say the last place the higher authority in each and every believer's life should be the word of God and what his word says about it that is the way that we should be approaching it we should not be questioning his word we should not be saying well this is a different situation that was in old times his word still stands it's still as solid as it was 2,000 years ago it's still as solid as it was before he said light be his word still stands it's still as solid and it works and this is what he guides us with his word he gave us a constitution with 66 books in it for us to follow along with all right now watch this then afterwards receive me to glory hallelujah afterwards after i've done what you said receive me to glory or the manifestation of that counsel i'll be able to see it so you apply it you'll be able to see it look at this next chapter the next verse I love this right here. Now catch this. 
Whom have I in heaven but thee? And I like that. You know what he, you know what what King David is saying? He's saying, Who else am I gonna trust? Who else do I have? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What what what's the song that that that, that we that we heard Sunday said? What nobody's greater. He said, I, I I searched all over and couldn't find nobody. Nobody's greater than our king. And here is King David now saying, Whom have I in heaven but thee? He's saying, Look, no matter what I'm faced with, no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to always trust you. I'm going to always look to you. Whatever arises in my life, he's my go-to. Are y'all catching this? And see, as believers, no matter what happens in our life, we should get to a place in our life where Jesus is our go-to. He's the first one we think of. He's the first one we're talking to. He's the first one saying, okay, King, what are we doing in this situation? He is our first person. He is the first one. Whom else do I have in the heavens? Are are y'all following this? Watch this. And there is none upon the earth that I desire. But there ain't nobody else down here that I'm designed over you. I don't care how fine she is. I don't care how fine he is. Ain't nobody in this earth that I can compare to you. And ain't nobody in this earth that I'll compromise with to mess up my relationship with you. That's really what it, that's what it's saying. All of that in one thing. It's saying you are more important than a five minute good time. You are more important. Y'all follow me on this. Come on y'all. Just walk with me. You are more important than me compromising in this situation. He's saying I desire you way better. (laughs) I desire you way above anything. You are the one that I desire. He said, who in the heavens do I desire but thee? And there is none. I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I went high, went low, couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater than you. Who in the earth do I desire beside thee? I love my wife, but my wife ain't got nothing on him. <laughs> I love my husband. That's what the women now. I love my husband, but my husband ain't got nothing on the king. Hallelujah. Right? So that's why my husband and my wife can get grace and mercy in situation because it ain't them I'm depending on. They are the resource from the source. They are the gift gifted unto me by the king. So my resource I enjoy, but the source I love. Oh God, are y'all catching this? What you saying? You don't love your wife? I'm not saying you don't love your wife. I'm not saying you don't love your husband, but the, the love for the king way exceeds the love that I have for them. And see, it should, because at any point in time, they may fall short in the area, and I ain't got the, I ain't gonna be demolished if they fall short. I ain't gonna be busted and disgusted if they miss the mark now. Because I ain't wasn't leaning all on them all the time. That's what you find a lot of times in the marriage. They be leaning so much on each other. And then when that one falls short in the air, then they then fell apart. Because what? How could you? But see, if all of your trust and your desire was in him, there shouldn't be no how could you moments. Oh, God. Are y'all, are y'all catching this? This is making sense of y'all right here. Yes, sir. 
All right. So who are we desiring in a greater way? Who are we going after? Who are we pursuing in a greater way? Our relationship, our, our desire should be him and him alone. And in that relationship, look what it said at the very beginning. He said, you're going to guide me with your what? Your counsel. He will counsel you through every situation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Does it make sense to you? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You okay, buddy? Hallelujah. All right. Luke. When you get to Luke, skip down with me to the 45th verse. Sixth chapter. I'm sorry. Luke 6, 45. And 45. All right. Watch this. 45th verse of the 6th chapter of Luke. It says, a good man. Hallelujah. He's talking about me. A good man. <laughs> out of the good treasures of his heart. Bring forth that which is good. Okay. What is he saying? A good man out of the good treasure of his what? Of his heart. His heart. When we say heart, what are we talking? We're not talking about the muscle. That muscle in your chest. Ain't nothing coming out of that but, but blood in there and, and cells rolling through it, right? All right. Watch this though. He's talking about the inner man, the most inner man of you, which is the, the heart, your thinking, your mind. But it's not just talking about your conscious level of your thinking. It's talking about your sub-mind, below mind, your subconscious. Out of your subconscious, 95% of what you do on a daily basis comes from the subconscious you. You are not aware of it. An example that I like to use is blinking. You're not aware of you blinking. You just blink automatically. Another one we can use is your breathing. You don't have to make yourself breathe. You subconsciously breathe all the time. It's an automatic reaction. You are not aware of your breathing. You just do it. It comes from a place of your subconscious. And this is where true change takes effects in the life of a believer. It happens at the level of subconsciousness. That's why you have to allow this word and renewing your mind and allow your this word to rewire you, to rewire you, to defrag your hard drive so you can put some new programming on your hard drive so you can just automatically be Program to do what the Constitution tells you to do. It's not a fight. It's not a. Uh, it's not grievous to you. It becomes automatic. Why? Because you've taken the time. You've sat with it. You've heard it over and over and over again. I, I think y'all have heard the kingdom so much now that y'all y'all be talking about the kingdom now, huh? The kingdom. What does the kingdom say? What does the king say? Why? I keep. I repeat a lot of the things over and over again. What to get it past your consciousness and get it down into your subconsciousness. So when you're out in the world and out and about in the streets, it automatically comes up when a situation happens. It automatically comes up when, when life comes. What you've been hearing uh, over and over again will just come up out of you. Why? Because we've dug it into your subconscious. We went past your conscious mind and got into your subconscious. Are y'all are y'all following me on this? And he's saying out of that place, out of that place, a good man out of the good treasure of his Heart, the sub mind, below my subconscious mind, look what happens. Bring it forth that which is good. You're thinking, you're thinking, when you're thinking is pure, when you're thinking is holy, when you're thinking is good. What, what, well, how do I get my thinking to, to get like that? Well, thank God for Philippians, because Philippians says, think on these things, anything that is good, true, lovely, honest, pure. Well, what is more good? What is more true? What is more honest? What is is more pure, what is more lovely than the Constitution? 
Are y'all following me on this? So, hallelujah. You fill yourself up with the Constitution. With you filling yourself up with the Constitution, you're filling yourself up with light. As you fill yourself up with light, what are you talking about? Knowledge. You have the knowledge now to fill you up with. With that knowledge now, because you have it in your reservoir, he can direct you. Now watch this. With, with, what, what's, if you fill yourself up with light, when life, when the fire of life that the, that the Constitution has already told us is going to see everybody, it says, it says the fire of life is coming to try every man's work. That's 2 Corinthians 3rd chapter. Okay. It says fire is going to come and test every man's work to see if you built with hay, stay, uh, 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 stubble of wood, or if you built with precious stone, gold, or silver, right? Okay. So fire is coming to test every man's life. But when the fire comes and tests you and you filled yourself up with light, with the constitution with knowledge what is going to be birth what are you going to produce good fruit every hmm, time without you even trying without you even thinking it's just because you put so much of it in you you won't be able to be uh, 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 have an attitude because you're just so full of light you just love gonna ooze up out of you Oh God, are y'all seeing? And it's without you trying to do you 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 effortlessly change because you filled yourself up with okay, hallelujah. Watch this. Mark, the fifth chapter, Matthew, fifth chapter tells us what? If thine eye be single. What is he saying there? Same thing we read in here. Out of the treasure of your heart. If you can and only fill yourself up. What do you mean, Pastor? I only can read the Bible. I'm saying this needs to be the key source for every believer. You need to be, as a believer in Jesus Christ, every, every believer should be well versed in the word of God. From Genesis to Revelations. Are, are we all in agreement in that? Yes. To get well versed in the Constitution, you have to take time and sit with the Constitution. And as you sit with the Constitution and it becomes a priority of yours, guess what happens with your focus? Your focus becomes single because now you're focusing strictly on his word. And he said, if thine eye be single, you will be filled with what? Light. What is light? Knowledge. You will have the knowledge for every situation that will come your way. And when, because the situation is coming, we agree with that. The situation is coming. But when the situation comes and, and touches something that is full of nothing but light, what is produced? Light. And did you try to produce it? No. It's who you were. Your mind was already positioned there. So when life came, all you could think of was light. Because that's all you've been putting there. I'm not saying you can't go to the movies. I'm not saying you can't watch other shows. I'm just saying don't let any of that be more than the time you give to your constitution. That's all I'm saying. As a life of a believer, it is imperative, very important that the Constitution is a priority, only priority for the life of a believer. You and me and all of us should be well versed. Well, I ain't preaching like you. Don't mean nothing. Life coming to see you too. So I would behoove you as the men and women and citizens and ambassadors of the Most High God. 
to be well versed in the Constitution. So when life comes see you, all it's going to come up out of you, all you're going to be able to produce is light, knowledge, good fruit. All right. Hallelujah. Watch this. And an evil man. Oh, Lord. Out of the evil treasure of his heart, bring it forth that which is evil. Why? Because he is not taking the time and putting in light. Right? He's putting in CNN all day. (laughs) And no hit against CNN. CNN talk about some good stuff 5% of the time. But a lot of the times that (laughs) that news is very negative. I think we all can agree if you watch news out of 30 minutes 20 of it is negative. Right? And, and then all the good stuff they either put at the very end for five minutes or at the very beginning for two minutes, right? Hello. You get, you get the two minutes of the person who went and did the turkey drive and that's it. And then they don't even talk to them. They just show the picture and then they keep it moving, right? All right. So I'm, I'm just saying, whatever you decide to prioritize in your life, that is what you're going to produce. I'm only speaking mainly to believers. The believers. You don't know how many believers who are not versed in the Constitution. And I'm not just saying read it like it's a novel. You don't do that. You read it to get to know your king and how your king thinks and how he operates and how he goes about life, how he approaches life, how he responded to life. And then we mirror or model our king. Right. Okay. Right. But if you don't take the time and do that, then he's saying what? Ain't nothing nothing good going to be coming up out of you. What does he mean evil? What does he mean saying what? Bad. Really, what is he saying? Ignorant. This is a person that's ignorant. Out of, the, out of a man, out of the evil treasure, uh, ignorant treasure of his heart, he's going to bring forth evil. In other words, he's going to bring forth a lot of ignorance, a lot of foolishness. That's what he's going to bring forth because that's all he's been, he's been sitting with. He's been allowing in. It's a lot of ignorance, a lot of foolishness. So when it's time for stuff to birth, it's, it only bursts from what you've been putting in. So it's, that's why it's so key for you to guard what you're watching, what you're hearing on a regular basis, and let none of that supersede or speak louder than his word. Because what can happen, even as a believer, you can get in life and you can let life speak louder than the Constitution. Right? And he's saying, don't let nothing, I don't care how big or how small it is, speak louder than my constitution. I don't care because whatever the situation happened with, with your wife or your husband, don't let that situation speak louder than the constitution. I don't, I don't care about what's happening with your kids. Don't you let what's happening with your kids, don't you let what's happening with your grandkids, don't you let what's happening with your family member speak louder than what I have to say about it. Because see, once you do it his way, you automatically produce and get his fruits, his results. Right? Even when it looked like it's not turning, we know it is. Because his stuff, he said, my word don't go out void. (laughs) Right? So he said, look, look, whatever you decide to let dominate, prioritize in your life, that's what you're going to produce. That's what your belief is going to be built on. So no matter what happens, something is always being produced, either being good or either being either being from the kingdom of light or either from the kingdom of darkness. Something is always being produced, right? Now watch this. All right. So good heart, goodness. Evil heart, evil. For of the abundance 
Whatever's the most in the heart, watch this now. His mouth is what? Gonna speak. Now, watch this. And this is very key. This is why he told us to be quick to what? Listen. Hear the person. Be slow to open your mouth. So if you ever want to know where a person is, listen to them. Just listen. What if they talk for 30 minutes? Listen for 30 minutes. What if they talk for an hour? Listen for an hour. And I bet you, as they talk in the conversation, you will be able to locate them. Because what they say is going to... Oh, God, are y'all catching this? It's, he's already telling you, out of the abundance, whatever's, whatever's abundant in that person's heart, it's going to come out. So just listen. Listen to them. Listen to them. And eventually, what's where they really believe and where they really stand, it's going to come up out of them. And then, with that, that right there, once you've located them, now, with the help of the Holy Ghost, you know which way to, to attack the angle now. You know what to, what to pull in, what to pull out. I know I was talking to a person one time and they was talking and they was talking about a situation in their family and they were saying, you know, uh, one of the family members had a sickness and then they said, well, you know, you know, he got that sickness and, and my other family member got the sick and, and I got it. We all got it. I said, well, dear God, you hear that? Out of the abundance. You see? Right? So now, well, I can locate that person now. Because I see out of the abundance where, where the belief really is. So now I know where to hit that and I start chipping away at that now. And say, hey, hey, hold up. No, no, you don't. You don't have it. Right? You don't, you don't have that. And then once you start to chip at it, then you bring it to their, their, their attention. Then they're like, oh, yeah, you, you're right. Well, hey, man, you're right. No, I don't. Because, see, you can't say you have the sickness and then turn around and say, by his stripes, I'm healed. Come on, y'all. Hallelujah. They're the two. They're counter, counterbalancing each other. <clears throat> you can't say every year I get the flu, but then, then you're talking about but, but by his blood. No, it don't quite work like that. You, it, you it, it, Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. He said, let it not be named among you. Ain't that what he told us in his constitution? He said, don't let that stuff be named among you. Or in other words, don't even claim that. Don't say that's a part of you. Because if you say it, it is. He knows how he created you. He created everything by speaking. And then he said, I'm going to make you just like me. And then you turn around and say, I got it too. He said, Lord Jesus. They just opened up this. He said, give. He said, don't give him place. But guess what you just did? You gave him a place. Why? Because out of the abundance of your heart, of how they think about it, how they really think about it, guess where that's going to come? They're going to come right out your mouth. So just listen to people. Sit back. Listen. Let them talk. Don't get, don't be like, nah, I already know what they're going to say. They're going to talk for 30 minutes. Let them talk. Remember when the, when the lady got healed of the issue of blood? And, and the Bible says that he listened to all she had to say. Y'all think she only gave the five minute summary? 
When, when she went to telling that story, you think she was there for five minutes telling what all happened to her? No, she told about every doctor appointment, what the color was on the wall, what time she went, how many times she went, how much money she spent, because it said at the time she had spent all that's all he, you know Jesus got that whole story. And guess what the Bible said he did? He said right there and listen. Now that's interesting because he was on his way to heal the 12 year old little girl but he took the time to listen to her and that's why I say that should be us don't be like well God at least you think all they're going to do is talk about a bunch of nothing no listen to what they say locate them and then attack will come out that hard attack the place where you see, where you see the weakness because you'll, you'll catch it you got the Holy Ghost in you hallelujah he'll pinpoint it he'll catch it but you got to be willing to listen because no matter what you think, out of the abundance of the that mouth going to say it every time in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Alright, watch this. Alright, that's Luke. John, let's go to John. Alright, John, when you get there, skip down with me to the 15th chapter, or skip over rather, with me to the 15th chapter. When you get to the 15th chapter, skip down with me to the 18th verse, John 15 and 18. John 15 and 18. Let me know when you get there. John 15 and 18. All right, this is the Father talking to us because it's in red. We know Jesus spoke it, but he didn't say anything apart from the Father. So this is the Father. This is our King. This is our Daddy speaking to us. Look what he said. Look, watch what he says right here. If if the world hates you, uh-oh, you know that it what? Hated me before it hated you. He's saying, look, the world going to hate you. Just get ready for it. They're going to talk about you. They're going to lie on you. They're going to say you did it and you wasn't there. <laughs> They're going to come up with a story and it's going to be heinous. And people are going to believe it. They're going to look at you crazy. They're going to be like, you? I thought you were saved. You're going to get all that. L- learn to smile and keep moving. Amen. Truth. Hallelujah. Catch this now. Catch this now. The truth will always prevail for a believer. And those that are truly believing, the truth will always prevail. You do not have to vindicate yourself. You do not have to validate yourself. Let it be. Let the cards fall where they fall. You know and your king knows. That's all that matters. If the masses are against you, as long as you know you are in alignment with the king, so be it. You just going to let him talk about you? I don't have to, I don't have to vindicate myself. The truth will come out. And if it don't, I'm still going to be all right. Because as long as the king knows, hey, I'm fine. I ain't got to get my point across. I ain't got to uh, uh, get, get them straight. I don't have to let them know that wasn't me. I wasn't even there. How you going to tell them? I, uh, 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 let them have it. So he's already telling you the world is going to hate you. But they hated me first. He said, look, if the world hates you, you better know that it hated me before it hated you. Okay, watch this. But watch this. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. Or in other words, if you thought like the world, the world would love you. If you play victim like the world plays victim, the world would be right along with you. Because we know we could do the victim thing. I was a victim. 
And then they say, oh, they was a victim. They went through. Look at what they experienced in their life. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you went through that. I'm so sorry you had to experience that. That is horrible. That is terrible that you had to go through that. I know, I know. And petting. And what I told you, that's the, that's the last thing you could do to a person is have pity. Then we read in the Bible one time, somebody lost their life behind that. Remember when the kings, <laughs> he won't sell me the vineyard. Jezebel said, oh, yeah. Y'all remember that stuff? Come on, y'all. Y'all remember we talked about that? He got in that bed and the Bible said he, he wept. So, and she said, what's wrong? He's, he won't sell me the vineyard. And I went to buy the vineyard. He wouldn't sell it to me. And she came up with the most heinous plot. And that man lost his life behind petting on somebody. Pity. Pull me. That's the worst place to be. You got a person pull me. Just look at it and say, we'll be praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not finna pet that spirit because that's all it is is spirit. Right? Watch this. He said, look, if, if you were a part of the world system, the world would love you. If you agree with how they look at things, the world would love you. If you agree with the world, they'll love you. Watch this. But, oh Lord, I love it. Because you are not of the world. Uh-oh. Hold on. Look what he said now. He said, but you are not of the world or the cosmos. Another word is the systems, the worldly systems. He said, you are not connected to these worldly systems or you shouldn't be as one of mine. So you belong to me. You one of mine. So you shouldn't be connected to these worldly systems because you are not of the worldly systems. Watch this. But I have chosen you what? Out of the worldly systems. I picked you. I chose you out of the worldly system. So when everybody else around here getting mad, you shouldn't. When everybody else around here scared to death, you shouldn't be. When everybody else around here is falling apart and running to the grocery store and buying all the toilet tissue and all the water, he said, that shouldn't be my... Uh Uh-oh, hallelujah. Amen. Did I hit a button on that one? Did I hit a button? I want to hit a button. I want to hit a button because we all heard about the storm was coming. The storm is coming and we be in there right with the world buying all the toilet tissue and fighting. Then don't don't let none not be back there and you walk past somebody that got four in their car. Oh, buddy. We got attitude. And you're right. And if they turn their head for a second, we didn't stole a pack of tissue out. Uh-oh. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That should, we are not of this worldly system, my children. You don't panic like the world do because we are not of this world. Look what the word is. Look what our constitution say. He said, because you are not of this world, but I chose you out of this world, therefore, the world what? It's going to hate you. They're going to hate you. So when you're one of his, when you are marked with the blood, guess what? You're going to be hated. Now guess, now catch this, catch this. Be aware of this. Sometimes you're going to be hated by your brothers and sisters and the Lord. You got to catch this. The same mercy you extend to the world because they don't know no better. You got to send that same mercy and grace to the ones who's supposed to know better. Are you looking at them like, what? You? How? Lord mercy. They don't know no better. Right? We See, 
Hell is tricky because hell will have one in the body do you wrong. And if you're not careful, it'll mark you. Oh God, don't I must this must be hitting on something right here. Hallelujah. It'll mark you if you're not careful. And then now, here you are, got an issue. And this is where we get all that church hurt. <laughs> this is where all that come from. Church hurt. Instead of having a situation and that person did you wrong and you saying, you know what? God bless them. They don't know no better. We are all processing. We're growing. They just may not have reached the level yet. God still loves them. Even with the wrongdoing, he still loves them. He still shed the blood for them. Peace be unto them. I'm not going to hold it because my constitution says love thinketh no evil. Which means love keeps no account of a suffered wrong. Oh God, come on y'all. See, see, if we're going to do this, we got to do this. Hallelujah. We ain't doing no more, no, no more counterfeit fruit. No more, no more. Counterfeit fruit days is over. We getting rid of all that pretty counterfeit fruit. We want the real deal now. And that's what he's pulling for. He said, I need some real stuff coming up out of my people now. It it keeps no account of a suffer wrong. I don't care how big it was. I don't care how deep it went. The, The constitution says, love thinketh no evil. And I don't care if it's a brother in the family. You don't charge it. Because that's because what? Because I didn't charge you. Oh, come on, y'all. I ain't charge you, did I? I ain't hold yours up, did I? I ain't flash yours into your face, did I? I didn't go five months or a year down the road and bring it up again. Uh oh. If he didn't hold mine, guess what? I can't. I shouldn't be holding yours. And not only not holding it, but then when I see you, I treat you as though you never did it. Like it never happened. Because guess what? In the eyes of heaven. Oh, come on, y'all. Hallelujah. There we go. Come on now. See, we got the. This is how he's calling. This is what the Constitution is calling for. Now watch this. If you get this and you walk in this, guess what kind of fruit you producing all the time? Good fruit. Good fruit. Real fruit, too. Are y'all with me? Y'all catching this? Y'all see how this works? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So he already let you know what the world is going to what? It's going to hate you. So just get ready for it. And don't hold it against them when they, when they do it. When you find out it was them, when you find out it was your best friend, you're going to be like, Lord Jesus. Amen. Don't be like, see, this why I don't let people get close to me now. See, that's why I keep. How many times we heard, I don't let people get close to me now because, see, they can hurt you. Love, it, it, it runs the risk of being hurt. But guess what? You can't do the love. Real love. Oh, God. Come on, y'all. Oh, y'all saw time. Real love can't be hurt. <laughs> Not real love. That, that agape love that we always like to throw out. Agape love. I love you with the love of my God. Agape love. You get that agape love. We're just talking. We ain't walking in that. Because real agape love can't be hurt. Because it ain't holy nothing. Real agape love endureth all, beareth all. 
Oh, hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Ain't that in our constitution? All right, now, so we got to start walking this thing. This got to be a part of our lives. Now, guess what? If you begin to walk with walk in that, can you see? Can y'all see the peace? The joy? When nobody, when you ain't got no buttons to push? When you ain't got no skin to get up under? Wait, when you get, wait, wait, how you getting under my skin with that kind of when I'm walking in that? How am I getting triggered and I'm walking in that? What trigger? Ain't no triggers. I'm just gonna love you. And when you push the button, love come out. When you put the squeeze on me, guess what's coming out? Love. You're coming out. Ah, oh, but I tell you what, if you hadn't taken the time and set with this constitution, oh, you squeeze me and something else might come. Something else might come out. And then we all be around here repenting. Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. I thought that, I thought that was gone. I ain't know that was still there. And he's looking at the heaven like I did. That's why I let, that's why I let it squeeze on you. Make sure you can see it. You ain't, he know what's there. He just let you see it's there. And when you see it still, that's it. Lord, I'm sorry. We getting rid of that right now. And we gonna see, we see them ashes and we just gonna pull the broom out and hallelujah. Start over again in Jesus name. Amen. So now the world is gonna what? The world gonna hate you now. So don't, don't get moved when you find out they did, they said, they, 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 cause they are what? Come on, y'all. Our fight ain't the person. Now the person may have did it. You see that person. Gerald, you said, I see you, but it ain't you. Oh God, y'all seeing it? It's something in the background. Right? Amen. The world will hate you, but don't you worry about it because you are not of the world. I chose you out of it. In Jesus' name. All right. What was that? John, one more. Romans. <coughs> Romans. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty good. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. Romans 10. All right. A couple of more. We done. A couple of verses here. We done. All right. Romans 10. Go with me to verse 3. We're going to hit on this one real quick. Amen. We've been here before. Amen. I've talked about this before. But watch this, though. Watch this. Romans 10, uh, verse 3 and 4. Amen. We there? All right, watch this third verse. It reads, for they, they being ignorant, talking about the, the world, talking about people. Look what it said. They were ignorant, ignorant. You see that? Ignorance, ignorance. You see, you see why my people are perishing? It's because of their, their lack of knowledge. They're ignorant of the truth. They're ignorant. So he said, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness. What is, what's God right? God's righteousness. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness is just being right, standing right alignment. Standing in the right line with him, staying on the path. He leads me on the path of righteousness for his name's sake. That's Psalms 23, right? So it's a path, it's righteousness, and you're to stay on it. How do I stay on the path of righteousness? You stay in alignment with his righteousness. How do I stay in alignment with his righteousness? That means I just stay in alignment with the Constitution. If the Constitution says it, I stay right there. And no matter what the world does and what other people do, I don't allow them to take me off the path. I stay on the path through all of the lies. I stay on the path through all of the allegations. I stay on the path through all of the frustration. I don't let nothing move me off the path because that is the job of that thing of hell coming against you. The whole job of it is to move you off that path of righteousness because it know if it can move you off the path of righteousness it knows that you you yourself cut off 
and hinder everything coming from the kingdom. So hell's only job is to get you off the path. And if it can get you off the path, if it can get you to compromise a little bit, if it can get you to, to have stuff secretly, now it knows heaven's resources are now limited. But if you stay on the path, you stay connected to the kingdom and all of his resources are freely funneled through to you and not for you to keep, but you have to flow it right on out to the world. Okay. For they're being ignorant of God's righteousness, right standing with God. Now watch what they did. They were ignorant. So they went about, watch this, and going about to establish their own, uh-oh, their own, what seemed right to them. What does Proverbs tell us about that? He said, there is a way that seems right, but the end thereof is going to do what? Going to lead you to what? To destruction. Your righteousness is always going to lead you to destruction. Now, what else does our constitution says about our righteousness? It says that our righteousness is as of filthy rags. And then when you go even deeper, oh, hallelujah. When you find out what the filthy rags really means, I'll let y'all go research that on your own time. But it gets, it gets nasty. Are y'all with me on it? That, that's what your righteousness look like. Oh, God, I'll share with you all when we get off. I'll give you an example of righteousness, but I'll share with you all when we get off. The, when we get off. I'll share with you all personally. Right. But he said, look, because they were ignorant of his righteousness. Right. Standing with him. They went about establishing their own righteousness, which is filthy rags. Right. And leads to destruction. Watch this. Have not. Catch this. Submitted. Say submit. You got to submit yourselves unto what? Look, he didn't say just submit yourself to God. Oh, y'all got to catch this. He didn't just say just submit to God. No, he said they have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. The right standing that has only been afforded to them that believe in his son. So your belief in his son, Romans 4 says, I counted toward them for righteousness. I impute, I charge to their account, hallelujah, righteousness. And because of their belief and their right standing alignment with who I am, they can have it all. They're afforded everything that comes with it. I appoint unto them a kingdom and everything that comes with my kingdom belongs to them. Believeth thou this? <laughs> so when you really believe this, are you ever broke? No. <laughs> oh, let's, let's, let's talk there. Are you, are you really ever broke? I don't care because your, your, your bank account is $100 in the red. You're not broke because you're not only you're not limited to what's in your bank account. You are connected to a real this kingdom we're talking about is real. The resources of this kingdom. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. A real. Are y'all with me on this? Look what it says. It says they have to submit themselves unto the righteousness of God. The right standing of God by what Jesus Christ has done. We are all in right standing because you believe what he did. It puts you in right standing. Now, it's your job to stay in right standing. And like I say, hell, hell is crafty, y'all. Very crafty. And it's going to pull every trick out the hat to get you off that path of righteousness, y'all. Stay on the path. Stay in alignment. I don't care what your wife or husband does. Stay in alignment. I don't care what happened. And I'm not saying like I don't like care, but I'm just saying don't let that move you. That's right. Are you with me on this? Amen. Regardless of what happens on your job, regardless of what happens in the marriage, regardless of what happens in the family, regardless of what happened in the Walmart or in the mall, they stole the parking slot, let it go. They yes, they seen you sitting there with your blanket and they jump right in it. Yes. Ride by, stop, let your wonder sign and say, God bless you, and keep right on rolling. And find you another. Keep right. And if you have to park in the back, say thank just praise God all the way from the back of the parking lot. Just give him the glory. Right? Focus on him. And don't cause hell wants you looking at that. Cause they saw me and my blanket was on. They ain't even have their blanket. They just came out of nowhere and just took my part. I don't know. That that be that that be blah blah. Are y'all with me on this? Right? No, we're not gonna do that. Hey, let him have it. Why? Because I'm submitted to his righteousness. And I'm not gonna let my part getting stolen move me from alignment with my kingdom. Amen. For some of us, it's just that easy. Just that easy. And now you out of alignment. Stay in alignment. Okay. Now watch this. Last verse. Last verse. Oh, hallelujah. Look at this. For Christ, the, the Messiah, the anointed one. That's what Jesus Christ means. It means Jesus, the anointed. Y'all know Christ wasn't his last name. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's Jesus Christ, meaning the anointed one, the Messiah, the Christ. Right? Watch this. For Christ, talking about our Lord and Savior, watch this. He is the end of the law. Uh oh. Uh-huh. The law, the ordinances, the washings, yes. the sacrificing. Yes. All of that ended in him. Yes. Watch this. Look, look how it ended. For what? For righteousness. Amen. To what? To everyone that what? Believe. To everyone that what? Believe. To everyone that what? Believe. So that means you have to what? Believe. And when the bills is in your face, you got to what? Believe. And when the bank is calling, you got to what? Believe. And when your park was stolen, you got to what? Believe. Hallelujah. All right now. Y'all got to remember this now. Yeah. It's the, if he's the end to all of the ordinances and the sacrifices and, and the washings, he's the end to all of that. He ended all of that. The Messiah ended all of that. Yeah. For what? So you can have righteousness. So you can have right with the king of kings the lord of lords the supreme being the sovereign one who sits high and looks low and never loses 
a battle and laughs at the tricks and the plots of the enemy and it's funny to him he giggles at them because he already know I have already overcome the world by way of faith I've sent my son he's walked it out he's done it all and now I have power not only in heaven but in earth to go therefore in my power in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ I, Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed.